This is Rhema for Today. Thank God for His precious Holy Word. Amen. Now, right at first, I just preached or ministered wherever the door opened. Because, see, I'm just 17 years old, just a teenager, went back to high school. And they had a lot of home meetings in those days. They, they still do today. Uh, now, understand these are denominational people. I'm not talking about Pentecostal people. Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, whatever. Amen. And, and I had worked me up a Bible lesson, and then I found out in this book, there's, there's one chapter in there that says about the same thing, head faith versus heart faith. And uh, these home meetings, I, I would give that Bible lesson. I still have the notes from it. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Hold Fast to the Word, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Everybody went to town. This is a country town. Only eight or 9,000 population in those days, and people lived in the country, and they had everybody go to town. They're so thick on the sidewalk, as old Sandy's, you couldn't stir them with a stick. And I don't know what they thought about it, but I stepped over on the southeast corner of the square at Giles McKinney grocery store. I stepped off the curb because uh, full of people and opened my New Testament up to 1 Thessalonians 5.21, prove all things. Hold fast, that was as good. And I don't know what they thought about it, but this old Baptist boy stood there and lifted his hand and said, I told you, devil. I proved it. Now then, 68 years later, I'm still holding fast to it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. I told you, I said to him, I'd come in the flesh, stand on this courthouse square, see this building again. I didn't really know why I said it. I didn't know everything I know now. That was one step in that direction. I realized afterwards that I was inspired from the inside of me, that my spirit spoke up. When he talks about the heart here, he's talking about the inward man. Amen. And it was my spirit that spoke up and said, yes, I will. I'll come in the flesh. Praise God. And so, 68 years ago, this coming eighth day of August, just a few days from now, I was healed. I left that bed preaching. I've been going ever since then. Hallelujah. Amen. I started my ministry with the Bible and this book. The life of faith. God had been dealing with me and bringing, as I said, these different things in Scripture. And somebody sent me through the mail this little book or copy of same book, not this one here, but same book. Amen. And as I began to read it, it confirmed what I'd already seen in the Word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And so I started out 68 years ago with the Bible and this book. That's all I had. Amen? Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. But then a fellow Baptist minister gave me a, a little book of sermon outlines called Pulpit Germs. And uh, I'd get a text praying, you know, and get ready to preach, and I'd look in that little book to see if there's anything in there. Sometimes there's an outline. Sometimes there wasn't. 
Sometimes you could preach it, sometimes you couldn't. But anyway, it was a help to me. At least it headed me in the right direction. Thank God for his precious holy word. Amen. Now, right at first, I just preached or ministered wherever the door opened. Because, see, I'm just 17 years old, just a teenager, went back to high school. And they had a lot of home meetings in those days. They, they still do today. Uh, and now, understand, these are denominational people. I'm not talking about Pentecostal people. Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, whatever. Amen. And I had worked me up a Bible lesson, and then I found out in this book, there's, there's one chapter in there that says about the same thing, head faith versus heart faith. And uh, these home meetings, I, I would give that Bible lesson. I still have the notes from it. And sometimes other subjects, but most of the time I'd speak on faith. Amen. I, I remember one dear Baptist lady, uh, I was speaking on head faith versus heart faith. In the home, oh, I don't know what, might have been 50 people there. In fact, a little more, actually. Uh, just a home in the afternoon. And, and so I'm, I'm using again Mark 11, 23 and 24. Now, this lady had one son, 28 years of age. And she didn't know where he was. Like some today, he had gotten off into different things. And actually, back there, even then, got off on, into drugs. Wasn't as rampant as it is today. She didn't know where he was. Hadn't heard from him in several years. So I used hers for an illustration. I said out to her, and the rest of them, of course, was listening. What if suddenly there's a knock on the door, and you went to the door, and there stood Jesus. And he said to you, what things have you desire when you pray? Believe you receive them, and you'll have them. What do you do? She said, I'd shout all over the house. That's pretty good for Baptists, you know. Because, you know, that's the desire of her heart concerned the son. I said, well, nothing. If Jesus stood here in the flesh, if an angel came down from heaven, nothing is greater than this word. And in his word, Jesus said it. You know, that Baptist lady started shouting, shouted all over the house. You know, in three days' time, she heard from her son, he came back home. And if I remember correctly, God saved. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we had a lot of good times teaching in the homes. And then uh, I, uh, I'd been healed for some months, went back to my home church, First Baptist Church. And uh, Dr. Robertson, the last doctor on my case, five doctors altogether through the years, Dr. Robertson was also a member of that same First Baptist Church. After I was healed, I went purposely to his office to thank him because he said, son, uh, and nothing medical science can do to help you. But if you want me, I mean, if it's 4 o'clock in the morning, call, I'll come. And it won't ever cost you a penny. And several times he did come. And so I went by to thank him. And he said to his nurse, I want to introduce you to a miracle boy. He called me a miracle boy. But the Baptist pastor said the poor boy stayed in bed so long it affected his mind. So you could readily see I was giving my testimony around, you see. And so I said to myself, there's no need for me to walk a mile and a half to the First Baptist Church when the pastor said the poor boy stayed in bed so long he affected his mind. When there's another church right here within two blocks of me, East McKinney Christian Church, I'll just go there. So I marched up the street a couple blocks away, and the pastor 
uh, one of the main men of the church. Now understand these are depression days. I'm talking about 1934, 35, right in the middle of the Great Depression. And a smaller church here, even though they may have two or 300 people, uh, they're just not strong enough to financially to support a pastor full time. And so the pastor, the preacher, came in twice a month and preached. And, and so uh, he and uh, Mr. Jesse Creason, who was head, one of the head elders, was standing greeting people as they came to church. And, of course, Jesse had known me from the time I was born. And so he greeted me and shook hands with me. He introduced me to the pastor. And then he said to me, Kenneth said, would you teach our young people's class today? He said, the teacher uh, moved away. And the substitute teacher, an emergency had happened, so they were left without one. Well, I don't know about you, but when I first started out at 17 years of age in the ministry, wherever and whenever the door opened, I took it. I didn't stop and say, is that the will of God? I mean, 12-year-old kid and one and a half cents know it's the will of God. I mean, anything you can do for God, you ought to do it. You're not doing anything, so do it. Amen? And so, I said, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. He said, now, you don't have to teach the Sunday school literature, because I didn't have any of it anyway. He said, just teach anything you want to. Teach the Bible. And I said, okay. And so I taught. Well, he asked me, would you teach that next Sunday? So I did. And then he said, would you take that class permanently? And so I did. And so I had more in that one Sunday school class than I have had in some of the whole Sunday schools I've passed, church, whole church. Amen. And here's an opportunity. When I went to visit some church and they asked for helpers, and I don't even belong to that church, just there visiting. I'm the first one to lift my hand. Yeah, I'll help you. What is it? Pastor, when they started the full gospel tabernacle, they just built a tabernacle, 1935. And it wasn't sealed inside, sawdust floor. Wintertime came on, and you couldn't keep the building warm, 50 feet wide, 80 feet long. And so the pastor wanted some of the men to volunteer to help him to seal the building, you know, put a ceiling in it, and then seal the walls, help keep the cold out and the heat in. I'm the first one that volunteered, and I'm working down the Christian church. I'm the first one that volunteered. In fact, he and I did 90% of it. We sealed that building. Praise God. If the door opened, whether it's to preach, whether it's to work, amen. When I was 17, 18 years old, amen, I volunteered immediately. I'm working for God. Glory to God. Amen. And so in the process of time, Mr. Creason invited me over to his house one night. And so he said to me, Kenneth, would you considering pastor in this church? He said, even the older folks would rather hear you preach because see, two weeks out of the month, they had no preaching. This pastor came twice a month. And he said, they'd rather hear you than hear the pastor. Then I worked with the youth. They called it Christian Endeavor, you remember, in that area. And uh, I said, I'm only 18 years old. I I have no experience, you know. Well, he said, yes, but he said, uh, everybody likes you. And they'd rather hear you preach than to hear the pastor. Would you consider? Well, I said, uh, Jesse, I, I believe in healing. I believe in divine healing. I believe in anointing with oil. I believe in laying hands on folks. He said, that's all right. Fine. That'll be good. Yeah. He said, we, we, we accept your testimony. He pointed. He said, you was born just there half a block away from where I live. Everybody in this end of town knows that it's a miracle of God, and we accept it. Go ahead. Anoint them with oil. Lay hands on them. 
Amen. I said, yeah, but I've been visiting the Full Gospel Tabernacle because they believe in healing and they preach being baptized or filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues. And I'm beginning to see that. I haven't spoken in tongues, but I'm beginning to see it. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith. Also from Lynette Hagan, the CD, Turning Stumbling Blocks into Stepping Stones. And last but not least, the two-CD set from Kenneth Hagan, Our Rights in Christ. All this for the special price of $24. That's $5.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Raymond College Weekend is coming up yeah. April the 9th through the 11th. And so come check us out. If you just need, uh, want to know more about the Word of God or if you have a call on your life, come check us out at Raymond College Weekend April the 9th through the 11th. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Hold Fast to the Word. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.